All right, good morning, everybody. We're back at it again, starting that faith, the podcast. We have a very, another very special guest today. Um, if you know anything about Euroleague basketball, you obviously know about this guy. Currently plays with Olympia Milano. He's been the Euroleague for the past 10 years. Four Euroleague championships under his belt. He's won championships in Germany. Um, he's had his jersey retired by UNC Greensboro while he was still playing during his senior year, which is still crazy to me. Recently voted to the Euroleague All-Decade team as well. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kyle Hines to the podcast. Kyle, how you doing today, bro? I'm great, man. I appreciate you uh, having me on, man. I'm looking forward to our, to our conversation. For sure, for sure. No doubt. Definitely appreciate you hopping on, too. Call me so, anytime, man. Like I said before, man. Anytime. No doubt. So you're currently with um, Olympia Milano. How's the season going for you guys right now? Um, we're, we're in Italy. I'm in Milan, Milan, Italy. Um, but, uh, it, I mean, the season's been going well. You know, obviously, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, you know, a little bit of a different season with, uh, you know, everything going on with the, you know, COVID-19 and, you know, in the midst of the pandemic, you know, not playing with fans and, you know, dealing with, you know, all the protocols and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so far for us, you know, we're, we've been, you know, happy with the way the season's been going. Um, you know, the results of the season, you know, currently we're, you know, in a, a good spot. In, in the Euro League, and you know we're sitting atop of the the Italian league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know overall, you know we're we're happy, but um, at the same time we know that you know we have you know a lot more um, a lot more in front of us, a lot more challenges in front of us, and you know we have to continue to you know get better and continue to uh, you know continue to grind it up. Right, no doubt about that. Yeah, I, I've been keeping up with you guys to uh, probably, in my opinion, one of the teams that can, if not, win the whole entire Euro League championship this year. I mean, you guys are loaded with talent. Like really loaded with talent. If you guys haven't checked them out, make sure y'all y'all check uh, Olympia Milano out. So, how was your experience first getting here? I know you um had a lot of success at UNC Greensboro. As I said, you had your jersey retired while you were still playing. Um, I saw you went undrafted in '08, and you spent a few uh just a little bit of time in the summer league. Um, yeah. How was that experience as well as going from that to getting to Europe? Um, I mean, it, I really didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I come from, you know, kind of a small town. And I guess, you know, at the same time, I was kind of a late bloomer in, in kind of this basketball world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't you know play AAU until like my senior year of high school. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, a blue chip, you know, mm-hmm. top recruit. So I didn't really know the the path or the journey, um, you know, that it would take to become a professional player. You know, it was always, you know, a goal that I had in mind, but, you know, I never knew, you know, how to get there because um, I'd never seen anybody do it, you know, before me. Right. Um, so it was different. Um, like I said, I mean, it was all just kind of a learning experience. So you said, I, you know, I the goal was, and like many, you know, of us, you know, growing up, you know, the goal was the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, everybody's childhood goal. Um, but, you know, when I didn't, when that didn't occur, um, you know, fortunately for me that I was able to kind of, you know, pursue an opportunity um, in Italy um, in the second division at the time. Um, and like I said, I mean, the the transition and, and to becoming, you know, going from, you know, UNC Greensboro, going from, um, you know, Stickleville, New Jersey, where I'm mm-hmm. from, to a small town in Italy was definitely um, different. But I think it helped. I think it helped me a whole lot. Um, you know, to, to grow as an individual, grow as a player and also, you know, grow as a person. It, uh, it was challenging, but, um, you know, I think that it, it allowed me to, you know, become a better and I think I was uh, overall better from it. Right. No doubt about that. Um, it's crazy because I actually read a few articles on you just about mm-hmm. your experience from playing in Europe versus playing in the NBA. And you kind of like was saying that you were glad of the way your route had taken you. 
um, you know, just having so much success in the Euro League, having so much success just playing in Europe in general versus the NBA. Um, do you still like have that same mindset or would you want to eventually play in the NBA? No, um, to be honest, um, you know, I, I, I got to a point when I, I, I came when I came here that I kind of fell in love with European basketball, fell mm-hmm. in love with, you know, overseas basketball, um, just the, you know, the competitive nature, just the, you know, here, you know, every game, every day matters. Um, and, you know, I just fell in love with the, the opportunity. You know, I always say, you know, my dream was to, you know, play in the NBA. But, you know, I'm I'm really happy that that, that dream didn't come true. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the NBA is the NBA. But um, for me to come overseas, I think it's afforded me so many other opportunities that I wouldn't have had if I played, um, you know, in the NBA. Right. Um, you know, I have opportunity to travel, to see the world, to, you know, be immersed in, you know, so many different cultures and, and meet so many different people. And then mm-hmm. also, you know, to have a level of success that, you know, not many people or players have had the opportunity to have um, to play for some of the most historical teams in, you know, all of Europe and, you know, in some cases the world. So, you know, for all those things, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I've been, you know, more than blessed and, 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 and more than fortunate, um, you know, my opportunity to come here in Europe and play. Right. That's definitely a blessing, too, because, I mean, like you said, like I stated, too, you've had so much success and, you know, just being voted to the All-Decade team from uh, 2010 to 2020. Like, that's a huge milestone within itself. Um, over the years, you know, having all that success, how have you been able to do it? Like, what are the things, like, do you have any daily, like, goals or just, you know, daily personal routines that keep you up to par with stuff? Like, how do you achieve that much success? Um, So, I mean, you, you already said it. I mean, I think goals are, are a big, big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I think before every season, I've learned since I was, you know, young to to write down my goals and, mm-hmm. and, and to have those as almost daily reminders or daily, you know, benchmarks or milestones that I want to try to achieve. And then also, I'm just big on habits, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, you know, do the small habits or small things that, you know, will help me reach a level of success. And I try to do those things, you know, every day, whether or not it's prayer, whether or not it's, you know, it's meditation, whether it's not, you know, making sure I do the same routine, maybe whether it's not, you know, me, you know, prepping, you know, for our next game. Right. Um, you know, I try to do all those things. And I think that's what's able to allow me to have the amount of success I've had. I mean, if you look at anybody that has success, whether or not mm-hmm. it's in athletics or anything else it's it's mostly about their habits right. you know if you're able to do the the small things then i always say that you know you'll, you'll be able to accomplish your bigger goals at the end of the day right uh definitely something i've admired about you as well um just seeing your story and seeing all, all your success you know i was reading a few articles and um they talked about how you always just played your role um you never really went out your way to try to do too much you kind of just stayed within the realms of your game um which is a lot. I mean, I see you handling the ball like like a point guard now. Um, so it's crazy. But uh, you stay within those realms and you just make sure your team wins and you're always been that that type of team guy. So definitely uh, respect you about that for sure. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate that. I mean, winning here and just in life in general, I mean, winning is everything. You know, basketball mm-hmm. is a it's kind of, you know, what we learned since we've been younger, but basketball is a team game. Right. And, you know, usually when the team has most success, you know, the individuals have success because of the team. Mm-hmm. So I, I learned that from early on. And, you know, for me, it's just that, you know, I just try to be, you know, a champion in my role. I try to be the best at my role. And, uh, and I learned, you know, if I'm able to be the best at my role, then, you know, it's going to give my team more opportunities to win, mm-hmm. um, you know, win games. All right. For sure. 
Um, Kyle is also more than an athlete for those of you who don't really know him that well. I mean, he has two podcasts. One is the Hoop Tales podcast and also recently launched uh, the Players podcast. He also has a team in the TBT tournament. And he's constantly, you know, one thing I also admire is that you're constantly posting stuff about donations with your um, Team Heinz uh, basketball account. Um, constantly posting about donations. I saw you post um, a few different things about uh, voting and everything during the election and stuff. How important has it been for you just to be able to use your platform to be more than an athlete, just to spread certain messages and, you know, just motivation to everybody? I mean, we're, we're, we're all blessed with this platform, um, mm-hmm. you know, for a reason. Um, and it's up to us, you know, what we are going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think as, you know, as an athlete, you know, um, we have a short amount of time, um, a short window, which we are granted this spotlight, I guess you would say. Right. Um, and for me, you know, I want to try to make the most of it. You know, I look at, you know, when I was coming up, you know, as a younger player, you know, and the role models and the people I had, and these are the, these people did these type of things. So for me, if I'm able to, you know, do these things and, and kind of spread more, you know, knowledge um, about the, you know, game of basketball, spread more knowledge about my experiences, spread more knowledge about other people's experiences. Um, and then also, you know, just things outside of basketball that I'm passionate about that I feel that, you know, may help or benefit other people. Then I think that is the most important. Um, you know, for me, I want to show, and I think the goal of every person, every athlete should show is that, you know, I'm not just an athlete, you know, basketball is, you know, what I do. It's not necessarily who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, basketball has, like I said, has afforded me this platform, but, you know, at the same time, I want to, I want to try to make the most of it. And like I said, we've been trying to do that with the, with the, with the, the podcast and mm-hmm. along, along the lines with some of the other content that I, that I've, uh, put out. And you know, like you said before, with the players association and, um, you know, things that I'm trying to do back home and mm-hmm. you know, all these different type of things, you know, trying to, like I said, help, um, you know, raise the level of the game and, and raise it, you know, take the game of basketball and along with these athletes that are going to play in the future mm-hmm. a step further. Ron, I, I definitely think that's very important because, as you said, it's always about being more than an athlete and just really just helping the next man know. Because I'm pretty sure um, within your hometown, it's a lot of hoopers coming up um, under mm-hmm. you. And, you know, they want to have an example of somebody to just look up to and just see what they did, what they didn't do, the things they did right, the things they did wrong. So I feel like you definitely do a really good job just to simplifying that for those kids, too. Thank you. For sure. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, I see you most of the time when you travel overseas, you have your family living with you. How has it been for you to be able to balance family life and basketball life? Because, you know, you play in these high levels of basketball where you have a lot of practices, a lot of games, a lot of attention to just focus, film, um, all of those type things. How have you been able to balance those those two within just family and basketball? I mean, it's, it's it's not easy. I mean, usually, you know, athletes, the people that sacrifice the most, you know, for us is our families. Mm-hmm. You know, is you know, usually you know, your wife or your significant other, you know, your kids, because you know they don't get that amount of time that. You know, if you were in maybe a normal profession that you would, you know, we go on, you know, long road trips, you know, we have long practices, you know, and then, you know, our our temperament or even our personality sometimes is is based on, you know, how we perform on the court. You know, if you have a bad day on the court, then you may come home and have a bad day and then your your family kind of has to, you know, face the brunt of that. But I think me having my family here has 
made me understand, especially now during this uh, pandemic and everything that's going on with COVID in the last, you know, 2020 has made me realize and understand, you know, what's what's important. Um, and, you know, that valuable time with your family, you know, is the most important, you know, when you kind of strip everything else away, you know, like. As like I said, it's happened in 2020 with, you know, no basketball or, you know, at some points or, you know, not having the ability to see or be out and, you know, see outside, you know, family or friends. You know, you were just kind of left with, you know, your your essential, you know, your essential core, your 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 family. And I think for me, that's made me realize and it made me love these moments even more and cherish these moments even more that I have with my kids, that I have with my wife, you know, trying to spend, you know, extra time with them rather than, you know, doing something else or maybe having my mind elsewhere, you know, trying to be more engaged and try to, you know, do more things at home with them. And I think right. that's that's the most important. Um, but I think this, it, it is a hard thing. It's a hard thing to kind of find that happy balance between family and, and sport because, mm-hmm. um, like I said before, we're so locked in. And then if, you ha- if you're anybody that's had, you know, amount of uh, success in anything, you have to be locked in to have success. So, like I said, it's, it's a challenge. It's something I'm still facing and still kind of navigating with every day. Right. I definitely think it's good, too, though, that you guys are still together. You know, even with you being in Europe, you know, you still have your immediate family there just to be able to help you through those moments. You know, like you said, if you have a bad day or a bad game, you might walk back and see, you know, one of your child's face and it might brighten up your day. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's definitely true because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, my, to my kids, you know, I'm their superhero. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I, you know, depending on, you know, if, you know, I have a bad game or I have a great game, you know, the moment I walk in the door, they're still looking at me at the same, they're looking at me the same mm-hmm. way. So, I think, like I said, those those things, those small moments, you know, really put life in perspective and really put the game in perspective sometimes, too. Right, right for sure. That's definitely a blessing, too, bro. Um, so, you, uh, you've played with so many great, players played on so many great teams um a few fan questions the fans want to know who is your favorite player to play with and who is your favorite team that you played with over the course of your career um, i know it's probably I mean, gonna be tough yeah. yeah that's that's hard to say man i've been i've been fortunate enough to play with you know some of the greatest guards or some of the greatest players you know of this generation mm-hmm. you know you can go from you know, to, you know, Spanulis, to, um, you know, Yorgos Brindisis, to, you know, Milos Teodosius, mm-hmm. to Nando DiColo, to, you know, Sergio Rodriguez, to, yeah. you know, Mike James, to, you know, now Malcolm Delaney, mm-hmm. and, you know, so many great players. So um, it's hard for me to necessarily really choose one. And even with teams, like this may sound political, but I played on, you know, some of the, you know, best teams, the most historical teams. So, right. um I mean, best teams, I'm going to say the one that I'm on right now, um, Olympio Milano. Mm-hmm. Um, Very talented. Current team. Yeah, we're, 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 we're an ambitious team, you know, yeah. and I think for me, it's, it's, I'm excited because of the challenge, you know, the challenges mm-hmm. that, that's ahead, um, you know, for us to have an you know, opportunity to do something that this club and this team hasn't really done in a really long time. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Um, and teammate, um, off the top right now, I'm probably going to say Spinolis. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, he's the European GOAT. Right. Um, you know, and I had the opportunity to play with him for two years, and I learned so much mm-hmm. um, from him, both on and off the basketball court, about, you know, what it takes to, to continue to play and, and maintain um, at such a high level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for him to be, you know, at the age he is and still be able to play and still be able to do things and still be able to um, command the attention that he has, you know, I, he's, mm-hmm. like I said, I mean, for me, he's definitely the, you know, the European GOAT. All right. And that's great, too. You 
were able to learn from something like that. I mean, obviously that's transferred into your career. Um, you know, you're in your thirties right now, still playing very, very well, which is rare for a lot of guys. Um, how long left do you think that you have within your career? Do you have like a certain, you know, age that you would like to retire? Do you have a certain year? Like, how is that whole process going for you? Um, I mean, God willing, um, you know, I want to play as long as I'm able to play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I first started, when I was, you know, 20, I first came, I was 21. I said I want to play 10 years mm-hmm. and now I'm already into year 14. So right. now, you know, I want to hopefully get to, you know, year 15. But um, at this point now, I'm just going to take it year by year. Mm-hmm. Um, and take a situation by situation, you know, according how, you know, some days I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh man, like this, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how much longer I can continue to do this. Yeah. And there's some days, you know, when I'm in the locker room, I walk out of the locker room and, you know, we had a great win or we had a great practice and I'm with the guys and, you know, you know, mm-hmm. that feeling, you know, is the reason, you know, one of the reasons why you want to continue to play. So right. like I said, I mean, I've been blessed and very fortunate enough to have a long career that, you know, many people, you know, wish for. So um, I'm not going to take that for granted. You know, I'm just going to, you know, continue to, you know, go out and, and try to, you know, do my best and try to play, continue to play at a high level. And like I said, just kind of just take it year by year and kind of see where it goes. Right. And that's good. You just focus on the process. You really don't get yeah. too overwhelmed with yourself. You know, you stay focused on what needs to be done just within those games or, you know, practice focusing on those little things. So I definitely think that's important. And like you said, it'll take you a long ways versus, you know, just focusing on those long term things. So I, I like yeah, that I mean, a lot, you, too. That was yeah. I mean, you hit the key right there, which you basically said, is like focusing on the process. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. We always talk about trust the process right, and all right. that. But, you know, that I think that's the most important thing. You know, like you said, sometimes you have to, you know, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey and kind of fall mm-hmm. in love with the process. And then, like you said before, like you can't necessarily worry so much about the end result. You kind of have to mm-hmm. just worry about the process and enjoy that. Right. For sure. Man, well, we definitely appreciate you hopping on the podcast again. And that actually wraps us up for the day. Um, is there anything that you want to leave the fans with? No, man, I just want to say, um, you know, thank you to all the fans. I wish everybody um, out there to be um, safe and healthy um, mm-hmm. during these times, um, you know, of the you know the pandemic of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, continue to follow you, continue to follow the things that you're doing, you know, the great content that you're putting out, the things sure. that you're doing to help, you know, inspire and motivate um, you know, the next generation, you know, of, you know, basketball players, but also athletes, man. Right. Um, I just want to commend you, um, you know, for doing what you're doing. Like I said, now we've, we've connected, you know, a few times you know, over the past, you know, a couple of years. And just want to say, man, I, I appreciate what you're doing. appreciate what you're doing for, you know, for the game and for the youth out there as well. Right. No doubt about that. Definitely appreciate it. All love, bro, for sure. Definitely. We appreciate you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us and visit our website at www youfaithhoops.com. Also be sure to add us on all social media platforms at youfaithhoops.